Happy Friday, Riffin' with Griffin Nation. It's been a few weeks since the last episode. Sorry about that, I was stuck in a roundabout for about four weeks. I didn't realize it could turn right. But I'm back now, and I'll be joined by my roommate Connor, and we're gonna get Baja Blasted. It's not a euphemism for anything else, we're just gonna be drinking Baja Blasts. We'll be chatting about all things Taco Bell, and then we'll explore the ethics of driving through a drive through backwards before we chat a little bit about golf. Connor and I have very different takes on how to play golf, uh, so you're not going to want to miss that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Riffin' with Griffin. Cheers. That's a good Baja Blast. Very good. Hello and welcome back to Riffin with Griffin. My name is Griffin and Riffin alongside me today is my roommate and my good friend and a Taco Bell enthusiast, Connor. That's right. Welcome Taco to the podcast. Bell, yes. One fan. Yeah. As long as I've known you, like in college at least, you've been the guy to go to if you want to go to Taco Bell, right? Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Why is that? Um, I go to Taco Bell a lot. I started going to Taco Bell a lot freshman year of college with the boys mm. on core. Shout out core, como seo. <laughs> um, but we just went a lot during college. It was just fun. And it kind of just became a character trait of mine, I guess, over the years. And I've just stuck by it, um, especially these past two semesters. Yeah. Um, we also just have a good Taco Bell near us up here by Viola. So What's the worst Taco Bell to. you've been to? The worst Taco Bell? Honestly, might be the one back home in Carlsbad. Is that the 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 Taco Bell KFC combo? No, that one's pretty bad. Okay. So I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Taco Bell KFC combo, but those are usually bottom of the barrel in terms of Taco Bell. Because it's like I feel like I feel like Taco Bells can be very hit and miss, and then KFCs are always misses. So I feel like if you I'd put agree them together, with that, yeah. yeah. Like I don't think when was like the last time you went to a KFC. The one that was with Taco Bell. I don't think I've ever okay. been to a KFC by You've never just been to, like, a just a straight KFC? Maybe I accidentally went to an airport KFC, but that's probably the closest thing. Hey, airports. <laughs> I know a lot about that. Check out the last episode. Last episode, shout out. Yeah. Um, I I went to a KFC once in San Clemente, which is Uh-oh. a really random spot. <laughs> yeah. I was going to a baseball tournament, I think, and I... I I don't know why. I think I was having a really hard day. We lost, and I was. I told my dad, I said, "We got to go get KFC." And the and dude, your day got worse. My day got even worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, their their chicken tastes like soap. I can't. I don't know how they how they do that. No, it but doesn't like, taste good. No. So I, yeah, it just kind of tasted like soapy, and the floors were gross. Anyways, I I can't imagine going to a KFC Taco Bell. And the thing is, I feel like. With any other restaurants, you there are some good pairings. Like I feel like, like you could do two restaurants together like, uh, and they would be Pizza good. Pizza Hut and Dairy Queen. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I made that up. No, but I even I mean who I mean no it well it makes sense because they're both like, it's like pizza and ice cream like that's yeah. you know like cantina well, tacos and fried yeah. chicken what you know the worst part of KFC is the KFC Taco Bell combos is you can't use the Taco Bell app at those locations. That's the worst thing so about the, yeah. you can't get your points, which is the worst part. Um, but in all seriousness, I think it's because KFC and Taco Bell are owned by the same people, so it's just one truck shipment to the location. That makes sense. it comes from the same place, but... Yeah. That's just a theory. I don't know the inner workings of Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, I'm... The thing is, I've... I mean, I've... There's one nearby, like, a KFC Taco Bell, but I've never been inside, so I don't know if it's, like, half, like, Colonel Sanders. Uh, the one in Carlsbad that I... I go to is 
just a KFC with a Taco Bell logo outside, and then it just has tacos <laughs> inside. It's very strange. Yeah, I I feel like that's such an American thing. But it's like I don't know. it's actually not the worst Taco Bell I've been to. What's the? Tell me about <laughs> the me... one in Carlsbad. Yeah, there's a second one in Carlsbad that's pretty bad. Okay. Um, I remember, I I went to that Taco Bell like back in high school, and I think from the time I lived in downtown Carlsbad, it has been robbed at least five times <laughs> like five separate times the front door glass has been shattered there's caution tape around it's been closed down it happened a couple of years ago again so i'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes at that taco bell but something's amiss and i, I always try and go there late at night to catch a piece of the action you're just gonna do a citizen's arrest at taco bell <laughs> i never i never get it yeah that's so, so funny there's always like those places that like locally that are always getting robbed <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I, I mean? I know one. This talk about. Well, to talk yeah. about, there was a bank near my high school, and it was always getting robbed. Like really? I would, like when we would drive by, it's like, yep, the cops were there. It got robbed again. Oh wow! It's just I. Some places are just susceptible, or there's a bigger conspiracy. How much cash do you think is in a Taco Bell location? Are you think? Do you think they're there for the cash, or they're there for the chalupas? Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, I mean, would you ever rob? A, a store to get food i would rob a taco bell you rob uh, absolutely what Di- would disconnected from the one that gets robbed by my house i would oh, okay. rob a taco bell well i'm i'm just wondering like the the the, the psychology of a criminal here um because if you're yeah why would you rob a taco bell out of all places i'm like if you want to get do you think it's like an easy target or like i would do it just for the story of really robbed a taco bell i feel like that's kind of raw yeah. Maybe that's the Florida man part coming out of me. Yeah, that's right, Connor. You were born in Florida. I was born so in Florida. Got a bit yeah. of a wild side. But I might, I would do it for the story. What, okay, so that brings up a bigger question. What wouldn't you do for a story? Mm. If you would rob a Taco Bell for the, the story, I mean, what, mm. what's to say you wouldn't, you know? Uh, well, when it comes with robbing Taco Bells, I feel like, the one in my hometown is evidence enough that you can get away with it pretty easily. Because the same people have hit this Taco Bell five times and mm-hmm. nobody knows who they are. Wow. So I feel like it would be pretty easy to get away with that. I'm not, I haven't found the line yet on what I would do for a good story, but I hope I never find it. Oh, hear that? It's the intro music. I'm going to edit that in later. So okay. Just, just don't worry <laughs> about it. Oh, you know what that sound means? It's time to play... Uh, a new game show I made up a couple days ago. Don't look at my answers. Oh. Um, it's called, is this a real Taco Bell item or something I made up? Okay. That's the name of the game. Taco Bell's got a lot of weird stuff. They so. do. I was looking. So don't look at my, because I have my answers here. I'm not going to. Okay. So the way this works, if I say, um, if I say like Crunchwrap Supreme, you would say. Taco Bell item. If I say anything that doesn't sound like it would be on the Taco Bell item menu. You know, what What would you, you would say? Not Taco Bell. Not Taco Perfect. You're, right, this, is your, this is your first time playing? <laughs> yeah. Real Taco Bell item or something? Great. Okay. Your first item, Kit Kat Quesadilla. Hmm. I would say not a Taco Bell item. You'd say not a Taco Bell item. I would. 
Okay, it's a real Taco Bell item. No. Okay, so which Taco Bell? They, I think it was a, it's a, it's a dessert. It was like it's like a tortilla, and they had Kit like melted Kit Kats in it. I know they had a chocolate one. I didn't think it was Kit. Yeah. So. Wow, I need to brush up on my Taco Bell history. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, check out their web. I I was like I got all these off of like a list somewhere. The, the legacy of Taco. Bell. The lore of Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay, this next one, hot sauce burrito. It's a burrito filled with nothing oh, but hot. hot sauce. It just has nothing but hot sauce in it. I'm sure you could like make that, but I don't think that's a real thing. You're right. I made it up. Okay. I thought the image of a <laughs> of a tortilla with nothing but hot just sauce hot in it. Sauce. I so yeah. Oh, I thought Vince would love that. He that sounds like he shout out that. to Vince. Um, yeah. So good. You're one for two. Okay. I really I'm I'm glad you got the hot sauce burrito because that was like I'm like. That was a, that was Nothing a that was low hanging fruit. Okay, your next one is Quesa Chalupa Burrito. Quesa Chalupa Burrito. How would that? That sounds like something stupid enough where they would make it though. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say this. You're not. Gonna, I'm gonna say no. It's, not, it's something I made up. Yeah. You thought you think I made that up? Yes. I did make that up. Okay. I thought it was pre- okay. I thought it was pretty funny. I, I think, think I, that defies the laws of nature to make a case of chalupa burrito. I, you know, they could, it's Taco Bell. They, could, they probably could do it. Um, do it. Next item, seven layer burrito. That is. That's a Taco Bell. Is that real? Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's real. Um, I didn't know. I was like, I, it was too specific. I was like, what is in a... I don't know what the seven layers are, but I know that it, it at one point was a thing. Cool. Okay. You're, you're honestly, you're... You're, that Kit Kat quesadilla threw you for a loop, it did. which is uh, which it is did. fine. It threw me for a loop when I first saw it. That was tricky. Yeah, Skittles fries. Oh my god! I want to say no just because I hope it's not. You're gonna you're gonna say it's fake. I'm gonna say it's fake. It's fake. Okay, thank I, I, God. <sighs> that would be so tough. I was they have like I was looking they had like Airhead freezes. They had a bunch of other stuff. And I was like. What's a good fake one? I said, what about fries with Skittles in them? Oh so I'm glad, I'm glad. Of gla- course you would come up with that. Well, here. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds, sounds delicious. Okay. Cheeto burrito. Yeah, that's a taco. Is that a taco? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is. Okay, well. They it- put hot Cheetos in the burrito Oh my sometimes. god, okay. <laughs> Flaming hot Cheetos. Great. Okay, well, you're killing this. I was trying to be creative here. Okay, your, la- your last <laughs> you one. You underestimated. I did. I underestimated your power. Um, your last one. Mm-hmm. French toast chalupa. There's no way. Well, let's break this one down. Okay. We know that Taco Bell collaborates with Cinnabon. I- they do have <laughs> Cinnabons at Taco Bell locations. Sure. <laughs> I don't think... French toast would be too far separated from a Cinnabon. Oh, okay, you're so, using the Cinnabon, the Cinnabon theory. Okay, it's possible. Okay, that they could put this out there. I don't think they have. I'm gonna say no. Okay, but there's a possibility. I think it's possible. It's real. No. I, it was part of their breakfast menu a couple years ago, apparently. No. Um. Okay, so that was pretty quick. Oh. You're pretty. Wow. That was pretty good, honestly. Um. You were, I mean... French toast chalupa, I'm still processing. No, I know, just... I mean, I, I feel like that'd be pretty tasty. Like a little breakfast item. A little something. I'd, I'd, I'd try it. Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't have it in the... I would never have Taco Bell in the morning. But no, that's, that's <laughs> an awful way it. to start your morning. Yeah. Cool, well... 
congratulations, you're the first person in the world to play this game, and prob you, probably the last, you. unless I, 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 I don't know, unless I go to a Taco Bell and I play this with the employees, but I don't, I don't think they'd want they'd, me to. They'd have to be the masters of it, wouldn't they? They would. They would like, dude. They would know. They, they would know stuff that's coming what up. What is your experience with Taco Bell employees? My experience with Taco Bell employees. They're either the yeah. sweetest people that I've ever met. Or they're, or they've got one brain cell. Because <laughs> um, I'm thinking of like the two that are closest to us. Because remember, yes. before the Taco Bell near Biola got ran into. Um, yeah. So if people don't know, at one night I guess there was a drunk driver that just rammed their car into the side of the Taco Bell <laughs> and completely destroyed the electrical unit. So that the best Taco Bell in Orange County was out of commission for a full, what like almost two months almost and yeah. the thing is i think it i connor and i had talked about this previously but we think it was a conspiracy theory we yeah. there's there's one there's one taco bell and beach boulevard that's really awful oh, it's man. it's 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 just you, you don't want to take your family there it's so tough um so i think that there was some there was a there was some mischief happening i think some of the employees like crashed one of their cars into that nice taco bell to up revenue for their location i can get behind that because it definitely worked for us we, it did we never used to go to the beach one yeah they to. got like a couple they got like 20 bucks off of me in the past couple when it was closed oh, they so got more than 20 bucks off of me okay okay <laughs> all right yeah but <clears throat> outside of of that what's your experience with employees do you have any memorable ones <sighs> no i don't okay i, I so I've got a couple. Okay. So I the the Taco Bell, the La Mirada Taco Bell, used to have this really sweet man who mm. would always say "Have a blessed day" wow. after each order. Okay. And it was to the point where I think we were almost on first name basis, me and him. Are you serious? Yeah. What was, was his name? I we didn't get there. We were, we were <laughs> oh, you're almost, almost there. on first. We okay. Were almost there. Okay. Uh, he knew my name. I didn't get his yet, but I was almost oh, there. Okay. Um, he would always say "Have a blessed day." It was wonderful. Mm. I haven't seen him since. The car sabotaged you, our Taco Bell. Do you think he was a sleeper agent? Do you think he was undercover at that Taco he Bell? He could have been. Like, yeah. a, like, what if he was undercover boss? Like, Whoa, Mr. Bell. Bell. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Taco. Mr. Taco Bell. Taco, Steve Taco Bell. Steve Taco. <laughs> That's crazy. It's possible. But yeah. following that, immediately had a horrible experience at the Taco Bell in Buena Park. We went there... Who was it? It was you, me, and Andrew, I think. Mm -hmm. And the guy at the window got my order wrong after I had ordered it and gave yep. me the wrong combo. And I really w just woke up on the the wrong side of the bed that day, and that just that just pushed me over. I don't th I don't think I've ever seen you that angry, I and I also really don't think mad. I've ever gone through a drive-through <laughs> as many times. Like I think three times, or we went through three different times. I was so irrationally angry at this. This poor guy. And I don't, I feel like you don't really get angry a lot. And I was like really surprised. I was like, it's like, it's like a taco. It's like a dollar. <laughs> yeah. It's like Taco Bell is, you know, it's very near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So this guy was pretending to get my order right when I, I probably knew the combos better than he did. I think so. Yeah. And I knew he had it wrong and he was standing by and saying he had it right and I was not having it. Yeah. So, you know. Better training for Taco Bell employees, maybe. I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah, i I think they need to they need to learn from you. They need to learn. <laughs> I will run a, a regiment. Of, Great, of a Taco Bell a, a Taco Bell master class. 
Um, That'd be great. That's pretty good. What are the ethics of driving through a drive-through backwards? Okay. And I don't mean I you go you're... to the pickup window first and drive mm. backwards. I mean you reverse your car. You go the same direction um, right. backwards. Because I'm because re- I've heard that it could be reckless driving. If that's <laughs> the case, then I should have been arrested a long time ago. <laughs> so. Sophomore year, Griffin and I went to a Chick-fil-A, um, bless up, Chick-fil-A, and we went through the drive-thru backwards, and we reversed the whole way through <laughs> to the point where we were waiting for our food, staring at the people behind us in line, just in the eye, looking at them as they ordered. It was very uncomfortable, but the Chick-fil-A employees were good-hearted about it, and they thought it was funny. I feel like if we did that at Buena Park Taco Bell, they'd call the police. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, they have such a low tolerance for shenanigans at that Taco Bell. Yeah. It would be over. But do you think it's illegal to do that? Do you think it's considered a rec- reckless driving? They would probably push for that, I'd imagine. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. We, we might have to try it and next next week's episode. Well, report I, back. I tried it at McDonald's one time. You and they did? T- and they told me to go back out and come back in the right way. Oh, no. And I was like, there's no rules to this. This is oh, a, no. this is a, it's like a protected, like, little drive way, essentially. Like, it's protected. Yeah. I Just tell them your gear shift is broken. You can only go reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I might try that next time. I yeah, get totally. You can't you can't shift it to drive. It's yeah, bro- it's busted. How's your how's your behavior in drive throughs? What would, what would you what would you say? Like, are you pretty? I think are you I'm pre- pretty well mannered? Like socially, are you pretty socially like? I think I'm. I do fine. It my drive through performance is is my record's pretty clean. I think except for that one time where I almost throttled the neck of that Taco Bell <laughs> employee. I think I'm I'm pretty spotless on that. Some days I'm like hit or miss. Some days I'm like. I'm, I get a really good rapport with the mm. with the employee taking mm. my order. It's like I'll have this combo, and they're especially like Chick Fil A. I feel like that happens a lot, where like it's it feels so good, and then sometimes it just you just don't know how to speak. Mm. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Chick Fil A drive throughs are usually very pleasant. Um, mm. Sometimes they're a little too nice. It's like, do I Ooh. like do I know you? Like, mm. uh, I don't know, man. They they just rub me the wrong way sometimes. Mm. Um, McDonald's drive-thrus are usually pretty terrible. Yeah. I think the worst drive-thru that we tried was probably Tommy's Burgers. Sorry, <laughs> Lucas, if you're listening to this, Lucas Klaus. Tommy's Burgers had a terrible drive-thru experience. Um, we just didn't know the menu very well, and the guy was just very impatient with us. Um, and just not very compassionate, mm. which I appreciate in a drive-thru window. So. Wow. Awesome, good. Yeah, so if there are any drive through employees listening, uh, be compassionate. Yeah. Uh, learn your learn your menu well, because Connor will... <laughs> Connor will, will... Oh, man. Ch- if you're a Taco Bell employee, you better know that menu oh. front to back. Oh, my God, yeah. You don't want to mess with Connor. I mean, Connor's just... You're scratching the surface of what a Taco Bell <laughs> super fan looks like. Um, how's your golf game? What's... Oh, golf? Uh-oh. All right, this is where we, we finish the Baja Blast real quick. We could transition over to golf. Take your time. That's good. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, golf game. I would say, lately, golf has been excellent. Whoa. Yes. Yeah? I would say, lately, golf has been excellent. Um, I wouldn't say it's been correlated with... You know what, actually? 
now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I think my golf game has improved once the La Mirada Taco Bell reopened. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? I think linking the two the two so ends of our your podcast here. No, I love that. I love that you're seg I love that you're tying that in. Yeah. Um okay, explain that. Well, normally if I have a bad round uh-huh. of golf. Sure. Um, you know, I get off work, I go play eighteen holes. If it's not the best, I'll usually hit the range and try and workshop something. Um a little kink in my swing or mm-hmm. whatever. If I have a great round, first of all, I text you about it. I text you or I FaceTime you about it. Uh, you don't believe me if I shoot well. That's true. <laughs> you have me walk through it, and then I'll reward myself with a little Taco Bell on the way home. Oh. I'll just, I'll just pick up a So it's like a, it's like a little incentive. It's like, yeah. uh, what's, the, what's the Pavlov's dog effect? It's oh, like... Oh, boy. You think, should I have Taco Bell before my round then, and it would make, help me play better? Maybe. Oh man, they better have bathrooms before the, oh, <laughs> the, the turn. Griffin with Griffin podcast, the family friendly podcast, oh, Connor. Um, what's up? With, what's up with your crazy course? What's up with? Oh man, because I feel like yes, I people mean, don't know. I work at Westridge Golf Club in uh, La Habra, California. <laughs> you want to give them the address too? <laughs> yeah. My yeah, my routing and number this, for my checks is this course. I mean, hopefully none of my no managers are listening to this. I podcast. think I think you're, yeah. I think. This course is so upside down with its course management. Um, I think between the restaurant, the driving range, and the golf course, we have six managers, and only one of them golfs, mm. and half of them don't speak English. Sure. So it's not the best combination of things. Um, and there are just so many stories of this course. There's multiple lawsuits pending against it right now, um, just for a whole assortment of things. Most recently, um, one of our marshals drove a cart into the lake on the fourth hole, um, either out of some sort of silent protest against the manager, or just, I don't know if he was drinking or what, but there's a marshal cart at the bottom of the lake now, (laughs) Uh, which is excellent, but... It's a it's a tough course. It's fun to play though. Um, it's free golf for I, me, so I can't play yeah. too much. I love. The, I mean, just I mean, I just love that it has lawsuits against it. I feel like yeah. golf courses are pretty mellow, but like you've got a golf cart at the bottom of the lake. It just always feels like there's something going wrong at this course. This is all behind the scenes stuff because I don't. You won't. You won't be able to tell playing at it that all this happens. No, we have a lot of issues with mm. management just screwing over employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. Luckily, I have avoided all of these issues so far, um, which has been good for me. Mm-hmm. I just clock in and I play my 18 holes and I get out of there. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a nightmare right now. Are you a club thrower? Do you have you ever thrown a club? I think you know I'm a bit of a club thrower. Um, my infamous back nine collapses mm. usually pull a club a club thrower two out for me. Um, Usually always the 60 degree somehow. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Um, you know, I Griffin, I went to the range today and I have been practicing my bump and runs to avoid using the 60 because I tend to just skull my chips across the green. Um, definitely a, cute, a few club throws. No club injuries from the throws, which mm. is good. No club damages, mm-hmm. um, but not not the best. Have you, speaking of injuries, have you ever had a golf injury? Um, I mean, like, sometimes, 
I get a sunburn. I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Griffin. What do you mean? I come on. You got to go for. What do you mean? You almost injured me. Do you remember that one? <laughs> do no, I don't. That? I don't remember that one. We were on a, a par three on the tee box, and we were both just practicing our swings. And I was stood too close to Griffin, and he just took the club back, and he almost shattered my belt buckle on my pants from the club impact. You should, look. If you shouldn't be so close to me when That's I'm practicing. True. That's true. You should have been more aware. Of the I circumstances, think, I think you also could have been more aware. Well, to I, be honest, I, luckily I, nothing happened, but you almost cut my golf career short. That's I feel. you don't need a torso to play golf. You just need, I don't know. You're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like you and I are so very different at golf. I feel like that's true. Yeah. I feel like I think we were talking earlier. I love the thrill of hitting the golf ball. Mm-hmm. I'm very much. I feel like when it comes to golf. I'm very much like a caveman, and I feel like you're much more like a, you're like a couple decades ahead of me. Like, I feel like you would belong in like, you're like, you're a, you're a thinker, I feel. Like, I, do I think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like a Cro-Magnon man. I like, I see, when I'm on the course, I see, I have stick, I have rock, and I see a little hole, and I'm going to put that rock into the hole with a stick. See though, that's a that's a not a bad mindset to have when you're playing on the course. But then it's you know, but then with you, you're you're it's almost like you're like a, a dancer, you know. You're you're always talking about tempo and rhythm and I say, I hit the ball really far. You know? <laughs> right, right, well it's but... exciting because it's like I feel like it's just like it's like a it's like a primal thing, at least in me. Just like I really like it's just fun to hit things without mm. any consequences. Um I feel like you you take the more you're a more graceful golfer than I am, and I feel like like um, I I feel I like the golf carts and I like the Snickers bars that you get yeah. after the end of your round. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I would agree that we are we take very different approaches to the course. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say either of our approaches are better than the other. Um, I think mine's better. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I think they're pretty Whoa. good, but I think it's. It's a benefit for you to take that more kind of targeted, uh, focused approach because um, it helps you keep your mind clear on the course, I feel, a little bit more than me. Mm. Um, when you hit a bad shot, you just kind of go to the next one. If I hit a bad shot, you know, I'll try and break it down and figure out what happened. But that's really not the time to do that on the course. That, are you, needs, that needs to be done on the range. Are you the same way as a, as a human being? Because I, I have a theory that the way you play golf really tells a lot about how you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I've golfed with a lot of people, like a lot of my friends, and I'm like, the way that they act on the golf course, like just out in the open for four hours, like kind of describes how they are as a person. Would you say like the, the way that you approach the sport is the same way that you like approach like just life? Like is that – would you say? Potentially, yeah. I feel like in terms of life for the most part, I like to – kind of analyze and think ahead on things but mm. i also just sometimes get a little headstrong and just rush in there interesting which i do on the course you know if i if i'm hitting good drives i won't always be smart mm. and i will just try and smack a driver down the fairway mm-hmm. um and yeah if i get ahead of myself my round can fall apart pretty quickly interesting yeah i feel like golf can really give you like a you can really know a person a lot by how they are on the golf course Mm -hmm. and i've golfed with some people and i'm like Mm -hmm. the way that you act on the golf course is like very telling of how you are as a human under unique circumstances that's true it's 
people do change sometimes when you get them out of the golf course. You know, mm. you once you are just with the boys in mm. nature, wow, out in God's creation, wow, um, you know, just smacking golf balls around. Mm. People kind of just let go, and sometimes they're super fun. Sometimes it's like I never want to play golf with you again. Do you think my golf game is accurate to my personality? Because I told you I like to hit, I like to hit the balls far. I like to hit ball. Hundred yards. Yeah. I like to eat. I like to eat Snickers bars. Yeah. I like to listen to Bob Marley on the course. I like to listen to That's Jimmy true. Buffett. That's um, true. I like to have a good time. Um, but, I, so, but sometimes I get pissed off. Yeah, I I think so. Um, you're very carefree on the golf course, um, and just kind of, you know, just putt putting your way kind of around the green sure. and stuff like that. Um, but I've never. I've never seen you get truly frustrated on the course. Maybe not to the extent that I've been on the course. I've said some choice words to myself um, on on the on the course. Words right. words I wouldn't even well, say to my worst enemy. Oh, you know that's okay though. On the golf course. On the golf, yeah, there's it's a, a place for that. On the a, golf course. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. I just uh, I feel like sometimes I'm like when I golf, I'm like. I just I just want to get to the next hole. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. Well, something that you're good at with golf, which a lot of people need to work on, is just having fun with it, um, not taking it too seriously. Mm. A lot of people forget that golf is a game that's meant to be enjoyed. It's and sticks it's not, and rocks in a hole. It's not in grass. Yeah, it's not a. Ref, it's not a. How far you can drive the ball is not a reflection of your masculinity. Let's just say that it is of mine because I can hit it. Connor, you you should see how hard, how far I hit my my golf ball. Yeah, but okay. No, I get what you're saying. No, you know, I I remember something your dad told me once about your golf game. We <laughs> what did playing. he say? Your dad told me once that you don't take golf as seriously as you should. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of said that to me once when you were teeing off, and I was I thought about that, and I was like, you know, Griffin, I feel like takes golf about as seriously. As he needs to. He's just mm. having fun with it. Mm. You can keep it in the fairway. You can hold your own in a little scramble competition. Sure. You have fun with it. What else do you need? You're yeah. Not, you're not going on tour, so what does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Um, That's funny, though. Right? No, that's, <laughs> that's, totally, that's that. totally accurate. Well, he's totally yeah. right. Um, yeah. I f- yeah, golf is such a fun game. Um, yeah. Before we move off from golf, do you want to talk about broken club experiences? I know you and I have both had a couple. Yeah, let's do um, it. So I think let's just talk about what what goes through your head when you break a club on the course. I laugh. Okay, there's another difference between our <laughs> golf games. Because <laughs> I know you broke your five iron. I broken yeah, I broke my five iron, and that was really funny um, because it went into like a little ditch, and it was just that was really funny for me. Was it just a chunk? Is that why it broke? Or was no, it... I just I it was. It was rusty on the inside, and I swung too hard. I was I was too caveman like. I also think because I played baseball, I just want to hit it hard and fast. Mm-hmm. And golf is you gotta you gotta swing smooth, and I just don't like you know. I remember you told me after the club broke. Well, part of your excuse was you said the club was old. Yes. It, it's a it's a 2019 apex. It's it's old. It, <laughs> golf clubs golf clubs are like dogs. It's like dog years. Okay, so it's technically like 21 years old. Well, let's talk about my broken clubs then. Okay, I've broken two, mm-hmm. but four of my five of my clubs have been broken, mm. but three of them not by me. So two, I've broken irons twice. Mm-hmm. One was at the range at 
the bridges. Mm-hmm. We were warming up. Mm-hmm. My seven iron just went down the range. That was funny. <laughs> um, and the way the thing is though, that was really tough because I was already nervous playing at the bridges, mm-hmm. and I already wanted to play well. Because we were playing with your dad. Mm-hmm. And the broken club on the range was not a confidence boost. It's, it's not a good look when you're having to go... Yeah. I, I remember I told you that 7-iron was the club I learned on in middle school. And you're like, let's go get it. I was like, no, I'm not walking down the range, especially here. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, um, that was that was a tough... And that was before the round started. And I was like, yes, oh, this guy's in for a really bad round. Brutal. Yeah. Um. My clubs were old though. They were two thousand one, so they were, they were old. So you had a good excuse, whereas <laughs> mine, I just don't know how to swing a golf club, and that's why it broke. They were old. I took I took very good care of them, so they lasted mm-hmm. a lot longer than they should have. But yeah, they were old. Yeah. And my four iron broke much the same way, um, at Westridge off mm-hmm. a fairway. I hit a shot, and the club head broke off into the lake in front of me. Mm. So that was non-retrievable as well. Mm-hmm. But my three iron was broken at the range by one of my friends hitting a happy Gilmore shot. Mm-hmm. Got stuck on the mat, completely sheared the shaft. Very strange. Um, it like broke in a corkscrew, mm-hmm. um, which was very strange. And the other two times, one of them was you. You broke my driver at the driving range. Hmm. Do you remember that? I don't remember that when that happened. Freshman actually. year. Well, I... It's a little hazy. It's oh, a little hazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Griffin, we were just hitting drives, and he was like, oh, let me try it. And then next thing I know... And then I crushed it. <laughs> I hit it so far. Next thing I know, driver head down the range. Um, that's That was an old club. I, I, well. I paid you back. You did. You bought me a new I, one. I compensated yeah. you, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the other time, the first... I had recently bought a Maverick driver, which is mm. the one I have now. I was super hyped on this. Mm-hmm. Um, went straight from the golf shop to the driving range with one of my buddies. I was sending missiles down the range. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, let me try it. I'm like, okay, like feel this thing out. And I give it to him, and he te- tees it up way too high. Mm-hmm. Hits it directly on the ferrule on the shaft, explodes. Yeah, and the club just flies down the range. Luckily, we live in Carlsbad. Yes. So I just took it to Callaway and they fixed it. Yes. But that was that was tough as well. It's hard. It's like it's it's confidence draining for me to break a club. Yeah. Um, I know you. I don't think it affected you very much, to be honest, on the course, because you finished out very strongly. It's a funny story, because that's like, when I golf, it's like, if if there's nothing, if there's not like an angry, if there's not a lady that I almost hit with my golf ball, if there's like not a good, and I've, I've almost hit a lot of ladies with my, with my golf ball on the course, and they've yelled at me, but, um, you know, that's a, it's a fun takeaway, I guess. It's like, it shows that you're, you're becoming stronger. Right. Maybe. I don't think so. I was just worried that there was an issue with my swing where mm. I was breaking clubs, um, which was kind of tough. I don't think that was the case. I think they were just old. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, Connor. We're heading into the last part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Would you rather never play a round of golf again or never have fast food again? I'm tying in both of our conversation topics. Mm. What's What's your two cents on this? That's tough. I feel like I've built myself up as both a Taco Bell enthusiast and a golfer. It's kind of what you're known for. And 
we've talked about how they are linked for me. So wow. This is a tough Like question. yin and yang, I guess. Like, <laughs> I guess you, it would be, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it would be. Okay. Taco Bell is, is the yin to my golfing yang. Is that yes. how you say that? Okay. Yeah, I think so. That's kind of tough. Mm. Um, dude. I would say never have Taco Bell again. Whoa! Yeah. I can't, I, I can't give up. I would golf. say never golf again. Really? Yep. Well, because here's the Wow. Th- I know. I feel like the thrill of a fast food um, venture, mm. nothing tops that. And I feel like not only is, you know, could you imagine like you're coming home, like maybe you like are coming back from a trip and it's like you have to wait like two hours back from the airport to get mm-hmm. fast food again. That's Do you know right. what I mean? That's you have right. to go back home. You have to light up, you know, you have to make food at home and no yeah. fast food. That's true. So you would give that up to go play f- four hours at the golf course. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Huh. Okay. <laughs> the course is getting out there with the boys in nature. Can't beat it. Even Taco Bell. Can't That's a, beat it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Well, Connor, thanks again. I appreciate your your candor and your honesty about golf and your golf game and uh, your your passion for Taco Bell and fast food uh, restaurants. So yeah. it was a pleasure, Connor. Thank you. Cheers. Shake hands. Shake hands. Cheers. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Um, who knows when we'll be back? I don't know. But uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, Riffin with Griffin Army nation we're small but mighty thank you to my 42 listeners i see you i hear you um and i love you have a great week bye bye